This is episode 10 of Deconstructing Success. Today, I want to discuss and share my process when it comes to my personal brand and how I have managed to grow my brand organically over the past two and a half years. This is one of the most asked questions and people ask me, Tima, how did you grow your following on social media? Now, this is specific to the LinkedIn platform. And the reason why I want to cover this topic today is because most of the world is still in lockdown and there are many people out there that are unsure of how to create a personal brand and also they may not even see the opportunity in doing so. With all of this said, I genuinely believe that this is the time to create a personal brand. You may either be running a business, you might be thinking about setting up a business or you could simply be employed and are looking to create a personal brand either way. What's really important to note here is if you are not seen, then you are not heard, which means that you don't exist. For those that don't know too much about my LinkedIn journey, I'm going to give you a quick summary as to how it all started and where I am today. In May of 2018, I officially resigned from the financial planning industry. I sold my financial planning practice and I made the decision to start a brand new business from scratch. I decided to come onto the LinkedIn platform for many reasons, mainly because it's a B2B business platform and I just felt that it would suit my personality to be able to grow some kind of social media presence on LinkedIn. When I first started, I had less than 500 connections and followers within my network. And within five months, I grew my network to just over 25,000 with hundreds of thousands of views on my content. Now, fast forward to two and a half years later, my profile continues to grow and I have just under 100,000 followers and connections with an average of 1 million views per month. Now, during this process of when I was creating my brand, I've had a number of companies that have noticed the work that I've produced and they've reached out to me asking for my services. Now, this happened quite early on in 2018 and this is where I established my media agency. It basically was created purely from demand. Now, let's get back to the topic of personal branding. I'm going to share my definition of what I think a personal brand is. Now, it is a little bit different to the typical definition. I see personal branding as an extension of who we are in the real world and infusing this in the digital world. So it's no different to who we are and it actually shouldn't be. Where people get caught is they have this fear of missing out and they believe that they need to just jump on social media and simply create content. They do this without being intentional, without a plan, without any clarity and no substance. Now, if you're thinking about creating a personal brand online, these are some of the questions that I want you to ask yourself before you start. Why do you want to create an online brand? What is your end game? What do you want to be known for? And how do you want to make people feel? Now, that last question is really, really important. And when I'm asking you, how do you want to make people feel? 
I'm not just talking about your clients and your customers when they engage with any of your products or services. I'm also referring to the people that are taking time out of their day to either read or watch your videos or even engage in your content, however they decide to engage. How do you want these people to be feeling once they've come onto your profile and watched or read something that you've created? How do you want them to walk away? And what kind of things do you want them to be feeling? Now, even if you've already started creating content and you're feeling a little bit lost, these questions that I've just shared are still relevant. And I do suggest for you to ask yourself these questions. It will help you gain so much more clarity and it will also give you a little bit of purpose as to why you're creating this content in the first place. One of the things that I've seen work against people is that some feel it necessary to start creating content, sharing their life story with those that are listening, watching or reading their content. But let me share a harsh truth with you. If you're just starting out and you're just starting to create content and you just begin to start talking about your life story, the truth is no one will care about your story. And the reason why I say that is because you need to have some success attached to that. This success can be in many forms. Now, one of the success stories or the successes that people naturally gravitate toward is money or financial success. And that is a harsh truth. That is simply how the world operates. Now, with that said, it is simply a truth And I just want you to keep that in mind before you start producing content. This is simply to inspire you to think outside of the box rather than just starting to talk about your story. Have a think about some of the things that you can teach people and educate people on. So your focus should be on education and helping people with free, actionable advice that actually works. So what we're really talking about here is giving your audience the opportunity to choose whether they trust you or not. Trust is the starting point. You want people to feel comfortable with you, at home with you, and free with you. Now let's get into the three pillars that are complementary and essential to creating a strong personal brand. Number one, clarity. You must understand what your mission, your vision, and your why is. What is your end goal? Do you want to build a loyal community of individuals who believe in your mission and vision and become advocates of your why? Do you want to be a mentor to the younger generation? Do you want to sell a course? Do you want to become a thought leader? The most important question to ask yourself here is, what is your why? As Simon Sinek says, the why is the purpose, cause or belief that drives every one of us. His philosophy has influenced me a great deal. And this is a question I ask myself all of the time to ensure that I have clarity around why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. I work with a number of CEOs and listed companies, and one of the things that I find that many struggle with is that they have no clarity. No matter how big, small, or successful their organization is, they forgot why they started this in the first place and where they wish to pursue their vision and mission. The reason why this is a huge problem 
if they don't have this clarity is because if they don't have any idea of where they're heading, then people can actually feel this. It makes it really, really difficult to be able to show up in a way that is in alignment to who they are. The second pillar is connection. It's important to have a purpose, a mission, and a vision, of course. But if you're not connected to that, then you have a real problem. This will mean that you're not only just disconnected with your mission and your vision, you are also disconnected with your target audience because they won't believe you. You need to connect with your purpose because it is the foundation that will help you construct success for your brand. Now, if you are really, really struggling with not being able to connect with your mission and your vision, you really need to go back to that question that I suggested and ask yourself, what is your why? This is going to help you not only reconnect to your purpose, but really allow you to find what that emotional driver is so that you can attach that to your purpose. Because when you are emotionally driven to something, it is going to just exude that energy no matter how you show up, whether it be on a screen or whether you meet someone in person. And this energy is what people feel. Don't be fooled by video People can feel a person's energy and you can do incredible, magical things when you are sharing your message through video. And I can tell you that for myself personally, when I first started, when I created a new purpose for my life, because knowing that I was so emotionally attached to my vision, I really believe that that was one of the major reasons as to why people trusted me because they believed in my message. They could see that I was genuinely emotionally connected to my vision and people can feel that. And this is something that not only have I worked with clients before, this is something that a lot of people really struggle with. And I receive a lot of direct messages around this specific topic when it comes to connection And I always direct people and ask them, well, what is your why? The third pillar is consistency. There is so much power in being consistently persistent with your content. People assume that when they post a single piece of content, that their entire network will view that content. And that's simply not true. I mean, the numbers are minimal. You'd be lucky to get anywhere between three to 5% of your network actually seeing your content. So the more content you produce, the higher the probability is for your network to actually see your content. And this is why consistency is incredibly important. Now, again, I'm not saying just produce content for the sake of producing content. It still needs to be aligned with your values, your mission, your vision, your purpose, and all of those sort of things. But consistency is something that I feel is one of the key drivers to success in really every area in our life. If you are consistent with anything in your life, both good and bad, you will always see results. So in order to be consistent, you need to, one, of course, get that clarity, be connected to whatever it is that you're trying to achieve and create a strategy around what type of content are you actually going to be producing? What are the topics of discussion? And be consistent with those topics. Try not to move 
away from those topics and and make a decision to stick to those and also make a decision as to how many times a week you're going to post and also the times that you'll be posting. One of the things that I did initially to ensure that I was going to be consistent, I set myself a challenge. I decided that I was going to post for the first 10 days consecutively on LinkedIn and they were all going to be video. And then once I hit the 10 day mark, I said, okay, I'm going to continue to do this for another 20 days because I wanted 30 days of nonstop production of content. And having that challenge initially really helped me learn to not just be consistent, but to be creatively consistent as well. Because the more content you produce, naturally, you just become more creative in the process as well. So that's something that I would also suggest for you to look at is if you have never created consistent content, set yourself a challenge and say, okay, I'm going to do this for three days or for 10 days. See how you feel at the end of that challenge. And if you want to extend that a little bit more, do so. And you'll be surprised with your own results. There is so much more that I need to cover on this topic, but I really want to make these solo episodes really short and bite-sized, but I will definitely delve into this a lot more because I know that you will have so many more questions. This is just the beginning in really sharing the things that I've done to really help me grow the network and really just build a really loyal and engaged and trusted following. Now, I know that there are so many people out there that are desperate to get followers and desperate to grow their network, but I promise you, if you start off with the best of intentions and you come from a place of where you genuinely want to help people and educate people, not only will people feel that, they will trust you and they will always make time for you, regardless of whether your content shows up in their newsfeed or not. They will look for your content and they will reach out to you. They will engage with your content. And this is why it's so, so important to have that strategy in mind and also get that clarity and be connected to everything that you're really trying to create and produce online. But another thing to remember is to really be very, very self-aware of who you are, what your own values are, because all of that needs to be intertwined with your content strategy. Now, one more thing that I want to share in terms of the importance and one of the key drivers to all of this is to make sure that you're communicating your value successfully to your audience. You want them to feel as though that you are speaking directly to them and that you have completely understood what their heart desires. So you're really speaking to their heart, to their emotions and to their drivers, not necessarily the things that you think that they want. It is more about what they actually need in the moment. Now, as I mentioned, I promise you, I will definitely come back to this topic very, very soon and share a lot more. But these three pillars are enough for you to start off with. If you do have any questions and you want more clarity around your own personal brand, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Send me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram and I'll do my very, very best to help you. Now remember that you are so worthy for success and the life that you want. Your existence matters and your future success is waiting for you. Thank you so much for listening. This is Tima.